Maintain, bro. I feel it. I feel it. It's a lot of people that ain't maintaining though, like uh, Pete and Ye. <laughs> and I know you know, you seen the text messages that these niggas leaked. And this nigga, I know Ye, Ye ended up getting his uh, Instagram blocked. You know that? Yeah, I think I seen. Was it Antonio Brown? No, it was. It was somebody. I think I blocked. He was with, and they like. Put them on camera and you know do all the proper help stuff. This bro, is, this is funny, man. Man, all the stuff Ye doing, all the, and I feel bad. Man, I know Ye's dropping his album soon. He got to be doing something, dropping some shoes. He got to be, cause all the stuff that he's doing, like he put out his documentary and it got people fucking with him again. Cause he really been tripping. He really been tripping for a little bit. But oh, yeah, if you definitely. but you seen the music video or you seen the picture of you know what Ye portrayed Skeet as he you know putting his head, you know, p- putting roses in it and shit. If you was yeah, Pete, basically what buried him? Man, I don't know what I didn't watch the video, but I seen the pictures. And if I was Pete, I don't know how he been dealing well, I guess he ain't been dealing with it no more because he they leaked the text messages. And he tried to start off, you know, as the bigger guy and, you know, two or three text messages into that bitch. He got sick and tired of it. He said, where you at? <laughs> Ski come back with in your in bed with your wife. Bro, what would you do if he was Pete, though? Like, are you just letting him? Like, how long are you going to let him say shit? Like, if you've been dating old girl for a minute, like, how long are you going to let the crazy ass ex pop around and say crazy shit? But what have they been dating for a minute? Like, what is they? What are they? A couple of months in? I, I really don't know how long. Well, how long? How long would you? Would it take for you to want to butt in? Especially if he got you involved in it. Like, it ain't even just like he talking shit about her. He talking shit about you directly, calling you skeet and shit. <laughs> no, yeah. I would say you kind of would want to have a conversation with a rational person, but. <laughs> At this point, you know, Kanye is probably not that. So that that would probably be the most difficult thing for me, because trying to talk common sense and, and this person just off off the hinges would frustrate me even more. So I probably would leave it. I'll just step back. Um, Actually, how would it. how would you address somebody? Would you date a baby mama? Or actually, so no, I probably wouldn't. I, honestly, I, I, I probably wouldn't. Honestly, I mean, at this point, is if I wasn't already in, in situations, um, it'd be hard. You know, twenty twenty two. Even if it's like Kim out. K, like say like ASAP and Rihanna don't work out. You so, you so like actually real though, just a situation like like a person like that. 
Like, like if, if if you just like, you know, run into somebody like, you know, you walk in like you to Pete Davis into Rihanna, if you end up like talking to her. So why I wouldn't try to talk to Rihanna, the actual person, because I don't think she looks. No, nah, bro, we getting crazy right now. We, but, Rihanna wants No, a person with that type of money, that person, person that type of money. money? Yeah. Saturday Night Live. Compared to what she does. King yeah, got bees. Yeah, I don't think he got a bees. No, of course not, but he got me. And he can make a laugh. He's a comedian, right? Yeah. So, um, I wouldn't, um, so I, I'm talking to the baby mama. I probably yeah. wouldn't, but let's say I would, because in real life, I, I wouldn't talk to the baby mama. But let's say I did, I start talking to the baby mama. Yeah. See, this public. So now, so now I got to put myself in another box that I'm not in, in the public guy. Like, right now, it's a venue. We can yeah. fight. And probably go by the ways and you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But them they can't really meet up and really fight. Like that's gonna be too public, too much even though they probably want that type of uh, publicity. Yeah. But coming from both of them for sure. Yeah. That'd be a tough that'd be a tough situation, but because it's only, like you said, certain much stuff you can say out loud in public. You drag your trip the man in through the mud. Publicly, you know what I'm saying? Not just like yeah, our like, circle of friends talking trash in a barbershop somewhere. Like, no, you posting shit. You, you posting that. You got 20 million reels. I mean, 20 million followers with Party Mark. I really Actually, don't know how many followers they got. That, that, I think, okay, so instead of it just being a babe mama, say she ain't got no kids, like you just fucking with her. Yeah. And her ex pulling up with a truck full of roses and saying you ain't shit. Like how much? Oh, how yeah, many what, times? How many times you letting that shit fly? No, see, so so back to the peak, the text message stuff, right? So that's when you hit him with, yeah, but I'm in her bed. <laughs> that's when you hit him with that. You put on the is, what they say, uh, you doing something, but I'm in the, you the DMs, but I don't know how them phrase, you know, social media phrases go. They say stuff like that, or oh, you with the DMs, but I'm here. So that's when you hit him with, the, oh, you buy roses, but you know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm where, where you at? I'm, I'm at where I'm at. So. Yeah, um, yeah. I don't know, man. I don't think I could deal with because you have to think Kanye already ain't even stable, so you already dealing with a girl. And low key, Pete should know that shit. Like you dealing with you dealing with a girl who got a lineup of just not so great dudes behind you. Like before you was Kanye, before Kanye was fucking who uh, another NBA player or some shit. Kanye? Uh, nah, Kim. Kim. Oh, uh, Chris Humphries? Yeah, who was that nigga? And then her whole family is just known for just like fucking, like specifically. Don't forget about Miles Austin and Nick who? Cannon. Oh, Miles my Austin, God. Cowboys, I know who. <laughs> oh, Nick, my God. Nick Cannon. Right. Apparently, didn't the game, didn't the game say he? One of them fucked with Nick Cannon? Kim. Rip, nigga, when? <laughs> When did that happen? Back, back when when people were doing fucking around. Man, so Kim ain't even so already. Kim ain't got a great lineup. It's like, all right, you homie hopping so many times, like yeah. you clearly looking for something, but for some reason you decided to stick around with Kanye. I whatever she looking for, she not gonna double find it. She ain't never gonna find, and now she's at skeet. So now it's just like, all right, now you're just trying to make yourself feel better. Like, now you want the good dude. Now you want the good dude. That don't even make any fucking sense. And then you get a dude 
who may or may not be too sure of himself. So I can't really feel that bad for Kim. It's like you had children with this nigga. Like you knew what it was the first few years when you was fucking with him. When that nigga ran up on stage on fucking uh Taylor Swift Taylor talking Swift. about yeah. You seen everybody seen that nigga on stage that day. And this is what <laughs> you decide to have a child multiple children with. So you know, the whole situation in itself is just fucking stupid. But this is we recorded this podcast twice because the last one didn't even record my voice. But we was also talking about how Kim, Kim talking or just giving advice to, I guess women. She gave it to women, but she posted it online so everybody heard it. Yeah, to get off their butts and work. <laughs> Do she even got grounds that's, that's to say the, that shit? I I feel like no, but even even though that's the. That's the you ever heard like a basketball interview at the end of the game, and the loser the interview after losing team, or what you what you could have did today to to do better to win, and uh, the the person after they give is score more points. <laughs> it's like you know what I'm saying like what what you could have did today better is like, score more points. That ain't yeah. no advice. That ain't no yeah. That's pretty shitty. Advice. Nothing to hold on to. That's pretty bad. <laughs> if your <laughs> like coach was to tell you some bullshit like that, like you could have scored more points, nigga. That's it. Like, I was how do I score more points? Pick and rolls, back yeah. speed, back cuts. Like, what? no, just score more points. Like, that's all she did. Like, work hard. Yeah, bitch, but where do I begin? Where do I start? Like, how do I? She, me she work said hard? the like, most generic shit that just sounded like it came from a white person's mouth, to be totally honest. Like, either a white person's mouth or an ignorant black person. I don't even know what the fuck she is. I think she's some type of. Middle Eastern, Middle Eastern mix. Oh, fuck if I know, bro. Sound. But yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't overall, it's like Kim, you you got to make your decisions off M's behind you. Like it wasn't your M's, but you ain't never move out on your own and was really making your own money. She was Paris Hilton's lap dog before she was Ray J's. You know what she was. <laughs> yeah. And then she. she and I, I will give her after that, she knew how to capitalize. But even capitalizing off it was, I'm gonna sell my family's drama. Like that ain't working hard. That's so, like, if that's what working hard is, bro, I I, I can't work that kind. I, I ain't got it. I would say true, but I'll, like I, like not niggas to, really do any entertainment. Yes, I, not any, not everybody, but a lot of people would do anything for entertainment. So for her family as a whole to be in that spotlight, I'm like, for so long, and everything around them cracks, like every black man that steps into that, but not yeah. black, because I think Kurt, uh, the oldest sister, baby daddy, not black, and he cracked. So I ain't gonna say black, but any man, any other oh, person that around that family. Be <laughs> What's his name? No, he's not fat. The, baby, the oldest sister, baby daddy. Is that their brother, the fat boy? Not the brother. Oh yeah, oh. the brother too. But I'm saying the I don't know her name. I'm not supposed to know her name. I know it's Chloe, Kim, Courtney. Courtney, Is there another one. Courtney's okay. baby daddy. Courtney's baby daddy. Okay. He Scott Scott Dizzy. Scott. He cracked. The you said the brother. What's the brother name? Rob, uh, Robert Kardashian. Rob, Rob Kardashian. Oh, Rob, he, yeah. So like, I heard that nigga be doing. Yeah, something every man that comes around that family, 
Everybody that come on that family is is emasculated. Literally, yeah, they emasculated. <laughs> they lose their dick one way or another. Like <laughs> it don't make sense, bro. And Kim just out here talking greasy like shit is really that easy. Bro, we've been busting our ass for how long in the military? And she, all you got to do is work harder. <laughs> Females, all you got to do is work harder. Like there ain't systematic shit on women already. And she just coming out. All you got to do is work harder. Make your own cosmetic brand. Do this. Do that. Jump, nigga. Jump. Like, come on, bro. What are, what are we talking about, Kim? But, you out here saying no, stupid shit. So also, let's. Let's put it into perspective, right? Do you think it's where, like, she knows her message is bogus? Or is it to where, like you said, she she was born into the healthier, health, richer um, lifestyle? So to her, she probably was born into a couple of million, but she wasn't born into millions. So for her to get from millions to millions, it, that is a lot of to climb. So she thinking, oh, it, that ladder must be the same if you come from nothing to a million. But it's, like you say, it's different obstacles and, and, and shit you got to cross and get through when you just, we already a man and trying to get to be instead of coming from zero, you got nothing to fall back on. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So maybe she just don't understand that. Like, which I can't really blame these people. Like, a lot of these um, celebrities or whatever, you know, rich and famous people, they, they are out of touch with reality. They are. And the people that's listening to them, I feel like they out of touch with reality too because they be the ones that be believing this shit that you know it's 24 hours in a day so if i work 20 of them hours and sleep a foe i will be more successful it's like that is the shittiest math you could ever do you need sleep you need rest if you get up ain't nobody in the combine in the nfl in the nba are sacrificing sleep they're sacrificing personal time like with their families Cause they understand for people that's in school or doing something, you know, going to CDL school or doing other shit, you have to take time away from one place to put it somewhere else. You don't sacrifice time all the time. You do it sometimes. Cause you know, that just is what it is. But Kim out here talking like her 24 hours is the same as our 24 hours. I think rich people and wealthy people, they don't, when they say shit, they don't take that deep into account. Or the ones that that had a different 24-hour clock to begin with. Those that came up like, uh, you know, Elon Musk or Jeff Bezos. Even though they didn't come from the sticks or nothing. When they talk about how to become successful, the way they explain shit is way different from what the fuck Kim said. If you ask Jay-Z, like, hey, how do I become successful... He has whole raps about investing in art, not in cars, and how to actually scale your money, get your credit up, because credit's worth a whole lot more than money. But niggas don't listen to that shit. They are ready to hear Kim K's shit. Just <laughs> get up and work. No, different. I think they're, they're talking to two different. I think they're talking to two different people or multiple, like the Jeff Bezos, Elon Musk crowd. Is, is different it, from the Kim is, is K. It's different crowd. from the Kim K crowd. It's different from the Jay Z crowd. How he got money? Probably even different from the Warren Buffett crowd. He talking to people how to get money. So, I mean, I think I think they kind of know their crowd and who they're talking to. So yeah. she can say something so baseline 
dumb. And, and her, I didn't want to say dumb, but <laughs> <laughs> she can say something so dumb, so simple. That's better that. So simple. And her crowd, like, oh my God, I, I ain't even working hard all my life, even though I bust my ass. Suck a little dick. <laughs> Let me stop. She did more hey, than suck a little more. dick. She she did more than that. I ain't gonna completely shit on her because I can't I can't ignore the successful things that she did put together because making a billion ain't easy. It isn't something that could just be given to you. But if we ignored the things that happened before, then we will be telling, you know, a half complete story. And, you know, we talking about the people who interpret in these stories, right? The people who listen to Elon Musk and Jeff Bezos and all these other business successful people, not like, the business we hear people talking about, but our business and shit. What, what would you, do you think when it comes to like the culture? So like black and brown people, uh-huh. how are we, how do you see us interpreting success in, you know, relation to like Kim K to the people who, inter- is there more on one side than the other? Like, what are we doing? So I think the, Success is, is definitely different. Um, or what's considered success, success for certain people. So what would so we look consider at it, success? Like as a whole or just myself? As yourself, just for you, not so, macro. It's so, too damn hard to describe it macro. Yeah, for everybody. So honestly, for myself, I feel like <laughs> I'm, pretty, I'm pretty successful. I, I feel like it's, it's simple. You it's, <laughs> Yo, somebody in the back really talking spicy right now. Right, right. Like, nigga, you well, nah. just got your hair cut. What you talking about? Well, nah, I feel like it's simple, simple stuff in life. Like, you know what I'm saying? Just being healthy, being alive, like your family just being good. You know what I'm saying? Right. Able, to, able to travel, able to have fun, enjoy yourself. You don't gotta. So, know, overall, uh, livelihood. Overall, livelihood and, and like happiness. happiness. Right. Yeah. So you value like mentality that. over mentality and security over a dollar value. You know, you're not necessarily saying you need to be you could be dead broke and still feel the same way. Like there's a mental security in us having our bills paid. Yeah. But you're more so focusing on like mindset and overall so you I know, got a sense of phone self. call you had blanked out, and when it came back, you were saying something about bills and mindset. So I think you talk about like my response. I would say bills being paid is is still number one, like being able to take care of yourself and stuff like that. Um, but being able to, because right. I know people who can pay their bills, but they, they have no money to travel or whatever. You know what I'm saying? They're getting by. They're getting like, by stuff like that. Um, so, like, yeah. just being able to enjoy whatever it is you enjoy. Like, some people enjoy, let's say, shopping, right? So, even if you never travel, like, I'm, 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 I'm saying travel specifically because that's what I like to do. But if you're not traveling like you like to do, if you're shopping, but you can, but you can afford your, yeah. your bills and to go shop. What else? What like honestly for me, I look at it so simple. Like, what more do you need? But people think they need more because they hear these fake inspirational speakers say bullshit time out of time. Like, oh, you need to do this and you need to do that. Right. Like, cool. And everybody is this entrepreneurial boss person 
who gonna make my double cheeseburger when I go to McDonald's? Right. I I need hot fries. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? like, everybody. You no, sound like the mayor in New York. I need somebody to. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, at the end of the day, I don't. I don't um, feel like oh, if you're not this million billion per million billionaire, like you not succeeding, like nah, it's not about that. Like just enjoy your life, whatever makes you happy. If that makes you happy, going to try to get all that you know money and stuff like that, cool. But I know a lot of people that's sad, depressed, trying to chase the bag. You know what I'm saying? So, right. Yeah, man. And a lot of shit you said I agree with, if not everything, but just to like add on it, I feel like when people try to scale their happiness when it comes to success, though you after a while those two things as an adult just become synonymous. Happiness and success both have to be on somewhat the same pedestal or things are falling apart. And when it comes to, you know, our culture of people, we tend to watch more TV and we compare ourselves to other people and how their success looks in comparison to ours. We may not base it a hundred percent off of it, but we do move somewhat in that direction. A lot of people see LeBron James and want to be a ball player. Some people see Lil Wayne and want to be a rapper. People see Kim K and want to sell makeup, but they don't see LeBron behind the scenes, busting his ass, paying damn near half of what he makes just to maintain his body to keep playing they don't see the emotional shit that Lil Wayne had to go through to make a lot of them yeah. songs he made. Like, those type of... The way he put those words together and the way he rapped them didn't come from just ideas. It came through shit he had to go through. Even Kim K, with you know her past history of how she got her foot up, she still had... There's a lot of mental trauma that has to happen when it comes to su- the success that we see in mainstream media. And when it comes to people on our level, I feel like we don't know how to establish a sense of happiness that's renewable. It's like, how are you feeling the way that your happiness comes around? Is it like gasoline and that shit going to run out eventually? You know, prices may go up after a while because, you know, shit that's outside of your control happens. And now it costs you more just to fuel that happiness in the first fucking place. Or are you looking for alternate ways to become happy like are you using other resources other than just the gas station i think think the problem is so with it in in relation to this topic the the problem is social media right and and where we are today right could you could you say we only see wayne sell the records we don't know you know what i'm saying stuff you had to go through to, to be able to Spit those verses. We already see LeBron doing the dunks, but like you said, we don't know how much. Well, we we don't know how much he had to spend and do in the offseason to keep his body able to be able to dunk. That's his career, bro. The time he had to be exactly. away from his family. So, but the thing is, we only see the end goal, the end result, we, the final, final product. product. We only see the success. Yeah. So when I can't spit a verse like that, when I can't dunk like that, when my makeup, whatever, my boutique not selling, it's like, wait, why not? But so people only see the success, like Instagram. Ain't nobody. It's a filter. Every time you people post a picture, it's filtered up. It's angled out or some weird crap. You know what I'm saying? Makeup and all this stuff. It's just like catfish. You know, every everybody's living a, a, a catfish lifestyle. <laughs> That's why that TV show was able to to, to sell because everybody can relate. Like, you know, they 
Yeah, bro. It, it just it, it's just it's sad. Sad um everybody everybody just chasing shit, man. It's it's chasing a lifestyle, but they don't even know what to do when they get there. Like a lot of people want to travel. They real they always talk about traveling, doing shit. I done traveled a lot, you've traveled a lot. And you see the people who get there and they're busy taking pictures the whole time, which is cool. I take pictures when I go places. But are you enjoying that shit? So I don't really, I ain't gonna hate on nobody who do take pictures. I don't, that's just because I don't. But I can tell you this I've been on actual vacations with people and I'm on the vacation with this person. And and I'm definitely having more fun with this person. Like, I guarantee I know I'm having more fun with this person. Then you look at our social media as I post. And my post a little simple, like, I don't know, a uh, 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 sun fall, sunrise, whatever you call it. And, and then they post, it's like, lit. And I'm like, hold on. I'm here with you. How you, how you did that? Like, I'm, I'm like, hold on. Like, I'm on the same you. you know what I'm saying? So people... People definitely can turn it up. <laughs> when did For you real, take when, that? I've, no, we on the same vacation. Where, 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 what? Like, how did you do that? You know, so. Bro, man, that is a good-ass point. Because people real. I see the pictures that people be posing for. They, you know, got to take some altruistic shit with the, you know, life is free and you have to do this to be encouraged and blah, blah, blah. What the fuck ever. Doing some weird-ass pose with the sunset behind them and then they look at the camera four or five times like bro i see people go to basketball games like it's a lot of people's dream to sit courtside at a basketball game right so what and do you think a lot of the women and usually the, i would say you said what's a little delay so my bad but i would say do you think you said some the people some people dreams just sit courtside of the game i would say do you think people getting their dreams legitimately just for themselves or is it like outside influences on this is you this is what you should uh wish to accomplish and blah 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 stuff so if it's not your own personal goal so even if it's a millionaire even if it's to become a millionaire if if money mm-hmm. is really not what you're after but so many people told you oh you need to be getting money to become a millionaire you get a million and you're still sad you're still depressed you know what i'm saying so like how much is it? How much Man, of people's goals are influenced by outsiders? Bro, we said it. We said it this whole time. Social media, bro. They got their phone to post it somewhere. Like, I even though I take a lot of the pictures of the places I've traveled to, I don't post. Like, 90% of the picture. If I see some shit that I like because it's pretty, like, sometimes you'll go out to... A different country and you see the natural landscape how beautiful it is the mountainside and everything you take pictures because that shit is fly like it's cool you never seen some shit like that other people they don't want to take a picture of the mountains they want to take a picture of them and the mountains yeah I, they so want to take I, a picture uh, of them at the beach they want they want to be included yeah, I, in the experience i wish i did take more or whatever they want um, to perceive stuff, the experience to be places i've been in there but it's like in a time so so for example nowadays everyone's have cell phones and and cameras with cell phones but but you you have 
a lot of people of age now to where they grew up with it. You know what I'm saying? So it's easy for them to remember, oh, let me pull out my phone and take a picture because they, they, they don't know nothing else. For me, coming up, I ain't had no cell phone. I ain't had no camera phone. I ain't had no cell phone at all. Like, are able to take pictures of everything they do when they're out because they growed up with a phone, with a cell phone, with a camera phone. So it's easy for them to just yeah. say, oh, I'm doing something fun. Let me pull out my phone take pictures. For me, I say I've been places and did things times where I don't have a picture or a memory of it, and I wish I did, but it's because growing up, I didn't have a phone, I didn't have a cell phone. And right. we had to take a picture with the little, like, actual camera and, sh- 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 you know, spin that little thing around, and then you got to go to Walgreens develop Yeah, the panorama. <laughs> right, then you got to go, you know, Walgreens develop the next day, and you get your pictures, but I ain't never had one of those either. So like now, I just I'm just not used to basically just saying like I'm just not used to being able to like document everything I'm doing and you know that's right. kind of the new age of of people like it is and brother document ain't ain't the bad thing it's the image that they want to put out to the world put, when they post that shit on Instagram yeah when they that. put it on Twitter and Facebook and all this other shit. They have to make sure that the picture that they take of themselves is straight. A lot of people, guys will come out in the freshest Gucci, got all the jewelry on. They'll show them at the mall holding the bag. But let me ask you, let me ask you this, let me ask you this. Because if 80%, like, you know, I ain't talking about the Kim K, even though she filtered and edited all her poachers. No, I'm, I'm just saying, like, I ain't talking about like people like that. I ain't talking about like the Rihanna okay. or the people up there. Even though they do it, which I don't understand, like you, you, you're you, like. But even though they do it, they still filter and alter their pics and edit and all that. Mm-hmm. Right. The other ninety five percent of people who don't have it like that, you have it every now and then, every couple months. You come into a bag, you can flex, but but you ain't got it like that every day. Yeah. Why do why do my question would be why do they gotta filter and alter it? For other people, when you know we're all faking it. Like, if I know we're all faking it, why would I keep faking it? You feel what I'm trying to say? Like, it's, it's like, well, you try to keep up with the Joneses, but you but you know the Joneses don't even got it like that. That's, that, that's the part yeah. that doesn't make sense to me. Right. And I think both sides actually suffer from that. The people who will listen to the Kim K's and the people who listen to the Jeff Bezos. Like... People want to be Jeff Bezos until you spend a day in that nigga's shoes. And personally, I would never want to spend a day in that nigga's shoes. Ever. Never. That's Elon the, uh, Musk never Jeff Bezos is the Amazon, right? Jeff yeah. Bezos Amazon, yeah. Okay. But nah, yeah, I don't, I don't ever want to spend... Bro, my shoes are comfortable. Yeah, like, think about your life right now. It's good. It's really good. It's, better than, <laughs> it's almost better than anybody I know. Nah, you laugh. I'm serious. I talked to so... I talk, Bro, you can't you know even say shit like that. People don't know about that shit. Yeah, you said. Being in the military, I meet a lot of people. I talk to a lot of people. And I'm like, what's wrong with you? And everybody, you know, stories. And I'm like, wait, what? Like, I'm confused, like, on depression or anxiety. I'm confused on these things. Because, like, what is, how, like, what is that? How did you get that? Like, you, you good. Like you here with me, you're you're a staff sergeant, you're a tech sergeant, you're a CM or whatever. Like I know how much you get paid. Yeah. I 
I, I know your job. I see the workload you have. Like, you you have no kids, or you, you shouldn't have any. Like, why do you? How can you have depression? You have no. You have. You, you should be living that life. It be they must. A lot of the shit they get trapped in. A lot of the goals that they never achieved. It's it's a. I feel like, and correct me if I'm wrong, and tell me your opinion on it. But from my side. Or the way I'm thinking is people can only be depressed when expectations of the past or present are going through your head. You say who? So when it comes to depression and things that these people feel, and I was just thinking, do you think it has something to do with the expectations that were set before or after, you know, where you are right now? Because most for people me? just took a stop. Yeah, like if for the way that some of these people that you was talking about, how how they're, you know, have all these accolades and all this stuff going for them, but they still depressed. Do you think it's because of expectations or it, it, it's some type of outlier that has nothing to do with what you're doing right now? Like, Definitely. do you think most people fall into depression off that shit? Okay, just a little bit. All right. Um, yeah, it's definitely all expectations um, that they have, and that's my point. That was kind of like to my question that I was asking. Like, these, you're you're getting depressed or anxiety off off of expectations and stuff like that, right? But to me, what I believe, you're you're getting it off of outside expectations or or peer pressure to to yeah. obtain something. Either at a at a in a time frame or a period, and you see the trajectory, and you're not there, or you're not reaching that said goal. But is it is it um is it gonna improve your your life? You know what I'm saying? Like yeah, like I said, when speaking you get on it. just when you get it right, just speaking on us, like like I said, my situation. Um, if I if I'm a shit airman, I have. Kids and things of that nature. I have responsibilities, like actual people depend on me, stuff like that. Right. You can't fuck. Up. Well, you can fuck up, but you can't fuck up that much. Right. So if I meet another seat airman or a staff sergeant or even less a A one C airman, I know how much you yeah. get paid. So if I know you have no kids, you have no wife, mm-hmm. husband, you mm-hmm. you're not taking care of your mom and dad like they're not depending on you. You know what I'm saying? Nope. What is why are you depressed? Why are you so many people being depressed? Oh, like it's, what's causing bro, it? Because your life should be pretty easy. Like, bro, when I was 20, 21, whatever, like, and I would, if I would have came into the military and was having this amount of money, man, this is... And the crazy thing uh, is, it ain't, it really ain't a lot of money it's just well used money it, like you know how to balance how you spend your money a lot of people think that you need a hundred thousand dollars to live a comfortable life of a uh, 200 300 a million bro people in the military really be walking around making forty thousand a year <laughs> nothing that's like, not we be making forty thousand a year and it's and living it you up. know living it up doing our fucking doing our thing finding ways to benefit and people say all but the benefits y'all niggas on ebt y'all niggas on food stamps y'all 
government su- it's it's subsidies for y'all too. Ours is yep. different. Yes, it's whatever it is. Sign the contract then. And, and that's the thing that. I, and bro, before I joined, I had I was on I had the the food stuff stuff the the government phone or what I get I got ninety minutes a month I don't know I'm just exaggerating but I had a couple of minutes like so I can't talk to you for long like you know what I'm saying yeah. I, I can't text you anytime I want like so I come from that the food all that era you know government help stuff so to now where I'm not doesn't need government help I see obviously ain't you know made it to the next step like being a status yet but. These two statuses, I'm like, bro, I've been less fortunate. So to be here now, and I have responsibilities for you to be the same area where I'm at and have the same opportunities that I have with less responsibilities, is, come on, bro, you're doing this to yourself. You know what I'm saying? Like, you're really doing this to yourself, man. That's just where people have more simple um, expectations of just what they're doing. Like, it ain't hard. Life, life is not hard, right? It don't gotta be. That's yeah, it. Don't it, it? Doesn't have to be hard. And I see more people that want to go out and start their own businesses, which I I encourage. If you want to start your own business, I'm all about it. We need entrepreneurs. Yeah, we need forward what? progressing where? people. When? And and the details is where hair started to get split with me because. Just saying you want to start your own business and you want to be in control of your own finances, you don't need to start your own business to be in control of your own finances at all whatsoever. If half of the money that you currently have are in stocks or in some type of investment, you're already doing fantastic. You really don't need to do much else. But people have a twisted idea of what a business owner is or what they do i'm not a business owner so i can't sit here and just act like you know my shit don't stink but the people who going out starting these random llc's i know starting the llc anybody in america could do it anybody it's crips that got soda brands like bro anybody could have a business that isn't what makes you successful you being you understanding how to scale your business also does not inherently make you successful the amount of time that you save not being employed by someone else still doesn't make you successful because if that if the least amount of time you work uh levels up to how successful you are jeff bezos doesn't have time for shit elon musk doesn't have time for shit the richest people on Jay-Z doesn't even have time to fucking rap anymore. So <laughs> the more successful people get, and you see that trend in the rap game, at least when they start making more money and start getting to the points of Rihanna's Beyonce's Jay-Z's, they don't make music like that anymore. The music suffer. And even when they do, the music ain't the best. Nope. It's not too many people. The last album is their best album. They not way, sweating over more, that album. It's, it's way more people. First album better than their last album 90% of artists first album are better than their last bro the way Kanye rapping right now compared to when Kyle's dropout came out I could tell this nigga ain't struggling (laughs) I could tell the nigga ain't struggling I could tell he has money coming from other places because he just be having ideas people that are really and this is kind of my point with Kim K a little bit when you have some when you riding on one thing you got one road that you going down and it's like bro this shit gotta work 
like it, it, it's gotta work. You got that passion. Every every little crack in the road, because it's gonna be cracks in the road. Nobody believing you when you're doing shit like that. And when you relying on people giving you your shot, you take every chip on your shoulder. Same thing with athletes. When people rate you as a no-star recruit or a low-star recruit, you're too frail. You won't last in the league. You only have a two-year time span. Oh, wide receivers don't last long. So, you know, get your four years and get out because you ain't going to be much. You got to think of something else. Finish it. When you coming from that, the you can see the passion. That's why a lot of people watch college sports more than they watch professional sports. All them kids is heavily riding on a... I can make it pro and my family's struggling. Like hungry. we need to get this money. We hungry and people that hungry, you could see the ambition. You see when they're putting every single last dollar. I just watched an interview with, um, he was on Joe Rogan, Mr. Beast. I don't know if you know about him. He's ah. this, he's this young dude on YouTube. He, did you see the, um, the squid games, YouTube version? Never seen the or did you game. hear about it? No. Okay, well, it's this dude. I, I ain't see Squid Games either. But it's this dude named Mr. Beast. He's one of the top YouTubers. Dude's 23 years old. He's been doing okay. YouTube since he was 14. He yeah. dedicated everything he could to YouTube when he finally started. He said he didn't start making bread until he was like 18, 19. And that wasn't like bread, bread. That was just like, hey, I got a crumb. So. Yeah. Let's see if I could turn these crumbs into, you know, slices of bread and then to a loaf and so on. And he said once he figured out the formula of how to be a successful YouTuber, he's, I think, top five, if not number one YouTuber, paid YouTubers on the platform. He said I became so obsessed with it. It was like I was going through all the most successful YouTubers, breaking down everything because he was his mom had him go to college. But he said. I skipped every class. I knew for a fact I was not going to do well at college. I hated it. And I couldn't tell my mom I was, you know, using the tuition money to pay for YouTube shit. So he was like, I was riding on that. He was like, I either was going to do good or I was going to have to tell my mom, hey, yo, we got a couple hundred thousand dollars in loans and I ain't even close to a degree. (laughs) Bro was riding on fumes. Bro was riding on fumes. Like, and he got one, I think he said his first youtube video or one of his youtube videos he had twenty thousand views and that's when he started picking it up and that's when he realized i just got a lot of my mom for like a semester and just really get to this money because i see the path forward and he's a super humble dude you know he don't all the money he's the type that puts all the money right back into his youtube channel like his but the problem the problem with it not with him but the problem with i say society is you take him and his one story, and for every one of him that just pushed through and pushed through and made it, right? There's probably ninety nine more for every one of that made it through that that ain't gonna succeed. That ain't gonna become yeah, the top that, five. YouTubers. That didn't make it. So that didn't make it. So Do you gonna have people exact thinking, thing. oh, this guy, this guy, it was it. I predicted man, he from where I'm from, or he. If he made it, I can make it. That ain't that ain't true. Just because somebody else did it, don't mean you can do it. Oh, shit. Your parents lied to you when you was a kid, told you you could be anything you want. You can't be anything you want. That's not true. So, yeah, it's a, it's definitely about like when, where, type stuff. So it's it's a lot of times we get people 
who were just before their times. Like they, were, they had an idea, they were thinking something, and, and we as people wasn't ready or there yet for their inventions, for their ideas. Uh, we were talking about what the fuck was it? <laughs> I know we were talking about success and people, how people perceive different oh. things. Yeah, so I think you, you told a story about a YouTube kid. Yeah, Mr. Beast. Yeah, we were talking and about was, Mr. Beast. And I would say for every Mr. Beast or every one YouTuber that make it or successful person in, in business, every successful entrepreneur that make it, for every one, you're probably going to have 50 to 90 more that doesn't make it. Yeah. And then you have people thinking, thinking of themselves as failures because you're going to say, oh, I came from a... a situation similar to right. Mr. B's or whoever. They don't know how to get and, back up. If this person can make it, well, why can't I make it? And you, you have people out here thinking foolishness like that. Like, yeah. It's, it, it, it's, it's all about, I mean, it ain't all about, but it's a lot to do with timing. You know what I'm saying? Like, you yeah. heard the phrase, like, certain people, certain things was just ahead of your time or ahead of people's time. Right. That can happen a lot. Like, you probably had a great idea and the world just wasn't ready to accept that or you yet and mm-hmm. and just how, how it plays out you know what I'm saying? So you gotta just be be um be vigilant and and be um be strong-minded and, and not let any one failure incident derail your entire life yeah, people really do begin discouraged pretty easily. And it's because their original expectation was based off of someone else. And I kind of get it, you know, if somebody was trying to become, you know, a doctor and in their area there was no doctors, it's easy to become discouraged and think, ah, maybe this ain't for me. You know, a color person might see certain goals like being a successful entrepreneur or coming out with the next clothing brand, it does take dreamers in order for that to happen. It's, I don't like, I don't, I don't, I hate it when I see people reach for something, they fall and they can't get back up or when they fail. So they start leaning more on, you know, I'm a smoke, you know, I'm a smoke my days away, you know, smoke to get through some of the hard shit, uh, pop a pill, you know, drink to get through a lot of people in the middle. That's what we, we known for you know, you fuck around, fail your WAPS test, time to go to the bar. Like, which it ain't bad in moderation, but, you know, when that's your default, that is that ain't good. Yeah. I, um, uh, man, I don't know. I don't know. It's, it's certain things where I, I don't want to come off or sound like shit say how it is bro you ain't gotta be nice uh, on this podcast <laughs> no 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 like I don't wanna sound like it's insensitive ins- ins- yeah and stuff like this but it's just certain things certain aspects of, of people thinking that I just completely don't understand and it's mm-hmm. and it just makes it like hard like I, I feel like the they like these these last year of um what COVID 
the in the military has forced people to not be able to spread out as much because of COVID. Like yeah. at least in the buildings in the buildings I work, you can't really like just roam free and you gotta kinda have a mask on so you ain't really wanna talk to no stranger with a mask on and stuff like that. So <laughs> it's kinda keeping you tight with the people you work with and yeah. stuff like that. You can't really go roam free. And I feel like I come to the realization of the more interaction you have with humans, the higher chance that you're gonna be depressed at some point. Yeah, that was happening a lot with COVID, huh? People were just getting the. It was a lot of depression that was happening from that self isolation shit that they was making us do. And that's come on, how that how does that make sense? How does spending time alone with yourself get you depressed? You don't you don't you don't even know yourself. You don't like yourself that much that Bro, when you take we didn't even other know humans shit. away from you. When you take other humans away from you, you get depressed. That's fucking blew my mind with COVID care. That absolutely was insane when I started hearing that. Like. Bro, it's, just, it's, weird. it's weird. We didn't know how to pass the days. Like, shit. Don't put me, don't put me in. Oh yeah, okay. You was different, nigga. <laughs> I, bro, I was over in, over in England though. Like, we couldn't even see our neighbors, bro. We weren't supposed to see our neighbors. Okay. Like, them niggas locked down, locked down. Yeah. Work, work got cut out a lot. You was at the home. You couldn't go to the. It, going to the store was real particular. They would only it would be a long ass line. You had to space out so crazy. It would take forever just to go to the grocery store. But yeah. going to the grocery store was typically the only way you could see other humans. Like So, so I would say for you, in your case, you was overseas. You wasn't at home. That's that's a no. little bit different. That's a little bit that situation. I, I maybe if I was away from home during that whole ordeal. Right? But I I'm talking about for more people that were just at home, your day to day routine, you know, the the city you know the out the um the outline right you know what to do what did you do how to have fun all this stuff and yeah just taking away simple human interaction with you other human interaction with you cause depression when all you were doing is spending time with yourself that is a that was a huge red flag to me man a lot of people ain't know that shit though they ain't know just being able to go out and holler at somebody, just you know, taking a shot at a girl, you know, going out well, and doing that was a sense of Oh, nothing. We just never knew how to do it. People never knew how to do that shit, and even me, I ain't gonna cap. Like, I wasn't, I wasn't depressed. Depressed. I was just bored. Depressed. Like. There wasn't enough video games that I could play to keep me because they cut our work schedule crazy. We was only working two to three days a week. And at the time I had finished my CCAF, so I ain't really have any other classes to go to. But at this point, when COVID broke out, I knew I was getting out of the military or getting out of active duty because I knew my growth was stifled. I'm the type of person, I'm a busybody. Me being in school right now and having homework assignments and you know studying for something new i like learning things i like i'm I'm intrigued by everything so when that was stifled and going online and i like watching youtube videos and learning that way a lot of the youtube videos stopped being made because production companies couldn't allow people to come into work so it was like shit well i can't do that no more i could always hop on hop on a video game but 
that gets boring after a while to me. I, I'm not the type to sit in front of a 2K screen and play like I used to anymore. I kind of got older and shit like that started to dwindle away. And I watch TV. I watch some Netflix series. I watch shit. I, but even that runs out. So I found myself met not just with like who I was as a person. That didn't bother me. It's my life become mundane. I didn't have anything to that. That was a part of me. It wasn't necessarily other people completed me. It's who I was at my most, which is learning, which is just actively. I like, I'm a traveler. I love traveling. I like going out. I'll go on a job by myself. I couldn't even go on a fucking job by myself because the police will pull you over, ask you if you're going to work, find you 500 pounds if you ain't, and then tell you to go home. Like, it, it it was crazy over there, but other people, they was more so depressed with the fact that they couldn't go to the clubs anymore. They couldn't go, and that's who, that's a part of their personality. And I think COVID, I think, is, is different from how people got depressed during, or how some people got depressed during COVID, or a lot of people got depressed. You know, people that would come to the base had to do a two-week quarantine yeah, I heard it, I heard we had to bring them their groceries they couldn't even step outside of their bedroom them niggas was going crazy left and right they they, they were man it, we would be getting calls of you know people coming outside of the covid dorms walking around and shit and it's i would feel bad having to send a patrol over because it's like maybe the nigga just wanted to see the sun maybe they wanted to see the other side of the building like it, that was a crazy that was a crazy time when it was super super locked down but some people don't like themselves because they didn't have the opportunity for them friends to, for their friends to coddle them anymore they for the gym people they had to come to terms cuz a lot of gym people are broken a lot of gym people go to the gym that's a healthy meditation they go to the gym to do it well, got you here what got I say when you got you in here to begin with, like you said, keeping yourself distracted and stuff like that. But is it why is it so many people has one outlet that you know what I'm saying? Like you said, the gym people. That's that. That's just what I was thinking. Like you have nothing else in your life other than this. Even if we pre-COVID or after COVID, that's still right. something to think about, look into. Like, yeah, when they took this one thing away from me, I became depressed. You should never be able to be put in that predicament or that situation, I feel like. Bro, you want to know what's crazy is a lot of us are more comfortable being stressed than we are being bored. Like, that's crazy. Some of us... I don't get it, man. Some people legitimately would prefer to be stressed. They go to work every single day, complain about their problems. But when they ain't got them problems to complain about no more, they were still depressed. They hated that shit more than the problems they had at work. Or when people had to go and be at home with their families, they realized, like, damn, I don't like y'all niggas. Like, y'all suck. Or I suck, and I'm around y'all now. Like, this shit is not going to work. It was, bro, it was people cheating on each other left and right, getting divorces, People never really understood who they were and what they aligned as success in the first place. 
probably was a lie. And they just been riding that lie out all the way up until there was no other options to choose but the truth. Oh, yeah. Um, man, it's just... People are... I don't get it. Yeah, it's, it's a mystery. It's a mystery, man. Like It, it can be so simple, so easy. You just you, If you wake up today... Right. You start off being thankful. To me, that's that one. It's simple. It's simple as that. It's just, hey, you lived another day. Because we all know somebody who isn't here anymore. So, then from there, bro, just just being to, able to, just to bless appreciate when nothing's happening. Exactly. Yeah. Appreciate nothing. Like when you sitting down. The lights are on, water's running. You ain't got to be some weirdo and like, this is all I need. Like, yeah, you're going to desire more, but be able to appreciate that. Like, be able to appreciate I didn't do nothing today and it felt good. True. I didn't go nowhere. I ain't talked to I nobody. Do. I just stood at the house. I don't hate nobody, but today was a good day. That's true. That's kind of why I've been at. Hey, ain't a bad place. Very long time. It's a real, real comfortable place to just chill in. And, you know, when you're ready to grow, it's easy It's easy to grow from there. It's easy for success to come your way when that's your resting mindset. Because you're just thankful. That's what, you're that's, to me at is, ease. That's what it meant back from, from earlier. To me, that is success when you're at peace and at ease. That's my definition of success. Right. So everybody's different, right? Right. Everybody's definition of success is going to be different. So for me, just being at peace, being at ease. I agree. I'm with it. Just that comfort of where I am. right, Bro, I went and talked to my, uh, to my student advisor the other day because I'm going into the second half of my schooling. And she wanted to have a meeting with me because this is where a lot of people start to drop off the radar. And she was, you know, asking if I wanted to switch up majors. How did I feel about it? She put down everything I had to do and was like, you ain't got no more classes where you writing papers. Everything is hard math, science, and physics from here on out for the next two years. That is it. Like, summers too. Like, this summer, bro, I'm enjoying this summer because that's it. <laughs> for the next two years, that's it. I ain't got no more time. It is. And I really had to sit there and, you know, I had to talk with God. I just heard a voice in my head. I heard God talk to me. He was like, hey, do you really want to do this for the next two years? Because you're going to start taking some classes that don't transfer anymore. You are going into very specific shit. It is going to get hard. It is going to be difficult. You are going to be stressed. You, But I know how to enjoy comfort. I, I, I know how to enjoy different aspects of life that other people would see negative in. Like being overwhelmed with classes. I Yesterday I hired a tutor for my chemistry class. And sitting down and actually talking out all the questions I had with, with him and going through some of the problems. And once I started to get more and more problems down with some of the methods we were using to understand different aspects and principles, 
that shit felt good, bro. Like, it wasn't even about getting the answers right. It was the fact that I understood more. Like, clarity happened. This is, okay, I bettered my mindset. I molded my mindset around it. This isn't as daunting anymore. Because at first, I was looking at some of these problems like it was Arabic. I was like, man, I don't know what the fuck it's talking about. And after I talked to someone with it, and I could understand it, and when it became clear, by the time I was done, bro, we only had an hour session, but I felt good. I, I went to bed comfortably. I went to class today. I That was even a good feeling, going into class and just sitting down. And I ain't, I'm listening to it, but I understood every single thing that they said. That's like when somebody has to pay more for a certain thing that they want. Like, you wanted that brand new car. That's the car you've been wanting since you was a kid. And you've been working hard for it. Now you make a regular income enough to where you could easily afford it. A lot of people will be depressed in the fact that you got a car note now. But you get to drive that car now. You can not just drive the car. You could easily afford it, and it didn't affect the way you changed. You added to your life. It didn't take anything away from you. That money that was in your account was there for a reason. You were going to spend it on something. But when you're able to spend that money and it changes nothing else about your life, you should feel good. And it changes the quality of your life in in a positive Yes, yeah. you should feel good. Like, you can still afford to go out, you know, the same amount of times you went out before. You can still afford, you know, the bread, the food on your table, clothes on your back, roof over your head. You could afford all that. If you're helping out your family, you can get a new car, and it doesn't affect that. Word, go get that new car. If you could start a business and all it's taking is a little bit of your time, but it doesn't take away from the food from the overall happiness of everything else around you go start that business it don't have to be success super successful some people start some people have barbershops and don't turn a profit on it but them and their family is still happy a lot of people start up charter schools them charter schools ain't making them a profit but them charter schools it's something that it's something they want to do it brings them and their lifestyle didn't suffer because of it. People end up starting these businesses and don't have time for their family anymore at all. It ain't even about, you know, you taking some time away. You you don't have time for your friends no more. You don't have time for your all the values that you had before are now starting to change. And these values aren't something that you could necessarily replace those relationships you built. And at the cost of simply starting a new business, it wasn't for anything that was a little bit more rational, like, okay, somebody became toxic, I had to drop them off, or like a negative effect was happening because of you talking to them. You traded one positive for another. That could lead to depression, because if that business fails, shit, you that, that was a one-for-one exchange, bro. And that one yeah. thing you traded it for just failed, so what you got now? Yeah. You ain't it's, got shit. It's a rocky road, rocky bridge when you're, like you said, doing one for one, trading, looking for the happiness and, and putting all your eggs in one basket. It's crazy, man. People, 
they'll do that. And I, I don't get it. But I feel like, and this kind of leads into the last topic, how some service members end up doing that shit. And we talked about it on Wednesday about the stuff happening in the Ukraine and how they want to get up in arms and go over and not just people in the service, Americans overall are having this get up and go spirit. But it's, it's not the same energy whenever any kind of conflict happens. It's typically when shit that ain't got nothing to do with us happens. Like bro's conflict in America. So it's, it's always easier to, it's always easier to dissect and try to fix someone else's issues and drama. But yeah, so it's it's just it's just almost basically like human nature to try to help others before you help yourself. A, a lot of people do it, and like you said, America as a whole doing this time and time again. Um, what is thirteen billion? Thirteen point seven billion? They just said. Yeah. Do you think it's kind of? Do you think it's a form of narcissism when people do shit like that? So you trying to put me on blast right now? I don't know what. Narcissism. <laughs> 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 when people are like uh, self-consumed or full of themselves. Oh yeah. Okay. Oh yeah. For sure. It's like. Oh, well, sometimes I ain't say every time, but sometimes it is. Oh, look at me! I'm this person. I'm a good person. You you want to feel validated as being a good person so bad or whatever. Yeah, helping um, out the less needy. Helping out. Yeah. But you should always help yourself first. You know? So. And even if they good, I just feel like a lot of a lot of Americans in general have a really bad hero mentality. And I just kind of made that term up myself. Because we do. We always feel like yeah. we need to be in someone else's we, conflict. We everyone's everyone's um you know, you put in an Instagram bio like pray for the or pray for the Paris when Paris still have pray for the Ukraine. Yeah, pray for or, Ukraine. Who pray uh, for whatever. Israel or pray for Palestine Israel, actually. Right? Palestine. Is is Flint, Michigan water thing fixed? No, Flint, Michigan water's still pretty fucked up. You feel what I'm saying? Like is is all the wildfires in California when they was having their issues? How many people? How many bro, people? Bro, them shits. A GoFundMe. They gonna happen this year? About California. They gonna like, make a GoFundMe again this year? It's. Have you been to New Orleans post Katrina? When we're what ten years later? When that happened? Two thousand five, something like that. Fifteen years later, I don't know. What yeah, oh six, oh five, oh six. We're fifteen years later. Oh, that place is. Still, it looks like post Katrina. Fifteen years. Later. Yeah, it looks and like it's a shithole. It's a that's crazy. So, can we help and fix home first, bro? You know, so bro, you preaching to the choir. It's bro, so many issues in America, right? It is, but look, as a whole, right? You get it. Let's say you say you like to travel, right? I like to travel. Yeah. So, how many times I met people, or you met people, that's, it's not, I'm not saying it's something completely wrong with this, but to me, I do find a, a small problem in it. I mean, mm-hmm. so many people, I want to travel to Paris. 
I want right. to travel to Greece. I want to travel to Brazil. So on, so on, so on, so on. Right. Use me, for example, I'm from Miami, right? You tell me you want to travel to Paris. You live mm-hmm. in Miami, and you never been to Disney World. You never been to Orlando. Right. You never been to Key West. You never been to Tampa. Like, to me, I do find a minor problem with that, and it's kind of what you said. Like, the you, every so much grass is green on the other side type thing. Like, yeah. If you aren't traveling, you don't know how to move when you're home. Yeah. What you expect when you get out there to these other people's? They're gonna be terrified, bro. Do you know how hood the world is? <laughs> the world is the world is ghetto as fuck, bro. Like it, but it's cool. People want to stay at the five star resorts, which cool. That's your preference. You you pick wherever you want to go. That's real luxury. Good for you. But like you said, they're afraid to go to Orlando. They're afraid to go to Palmdale. They and I ain't saying you know just you know pull up in Palmdale and go on a vacation. I ain't saying that. <laughs> but. A lot of people wouldn't go even if they could. They go out to Haiti to help out with relief missions, but it's shitty areas in America where we need to change certain laws. We need to... Gentrifying things aren't going to solve a problem. You're just relocating a problem. There isn't... Public education sucks. Teachers don't get paid well in public education. So the culture is just going to keep getting bred and bred to being kind of ignorant to things, not in a bad way, but we just don't know shit. Like, how are we supposed to know? And they tell us, they tell us it's on the parents. The other half is on the parents, but our parents were, were unfortunate also. They didn't get taught half of the things that we know now. If it wasn't for cell phones and internet, bro, we would, yeah, if it wasn't for TikTok and all these and and the internet is both good and bad. It's a double edged sword because you get the TikTokers who will talk about finance, reinvesting, what actual investing looks like. It's not just trading cryptocurrency left and right until you become a billionaire. Real investing is, hey, I'm gonna put a thousand dollars into a couple of stocks this month and they're gonna sit there for the next five to ten years. I'm not selling them. They're not moving. The economy is gonna go up and down. War is going to happen. That's going to make stocks plummet. COVID was just a super left fucking field thing. But we seen what happened, what, a year or two after COVID left? Stocks went down crazy, about 75%. And then they bounced to higher highs than they ever been. Like, it's, we, we ain't comfortable in our own skins as Americans. And we see things happening in Ukraine, which is unfortunate. I don't ever but, encourage any type of violence or war. I would say, people, I, I even go, I, just for your last statement when you said, we're well, not comfortable, I'm scared. And then you said, American. I don't, it's not an American thing, that's just human people thing. Like, how many times you met people in the military, American, like, oh, I want to stay in Japan, I love Japan so much. And then we got Japanese people in America, you know what I'm saying? Like, Oh, I'm glad this is the best thing ever happened to move away and like everywhere. So you have people in North Korea who hate it. We all as Americans looking at it like, you know, everybody should want to get out of here. Because you have people yeah. who love their countries. You know what I'm saying? So 
peace. Like I said, it's always it's always easier to look at other people's problems than it is to look at your own and try to fix them. You know. That's true. Um, what I'm talking about in relation to the Ukraine is you don't see other countries, people adamant and jumping in. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe. Or from what I've seen from the international crowd, okay. from NATO in general. You probably looking at you. You probably got way more insight on me than with the international. You, you've been overseas. You probably know how well, the operation and looking at the news. It's mostly when it comes to NATO, bro. Like when it comes to NATO, like there's a lot of coalitions that exist. NATO is NATO because of America, which sounds really pretentious. It may be a lot of pretentious, but let's keep it a bean. When things need to get handled, whose president are they expecting to see talk? There's a lot. The 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 militaries. So yeah. It's well, yeah, of course, like we have the best military in the world, which is why a lot of countries always call on us. But that kind of gave us a sense of entitlement that gave us a sense of we are the heroes of the world. We are the ultimate in a way, judge and decider. We are the ones saying, hey, Russia's wrong. But the troops that are going out and doing these things, I don't think all these troops want to be in this war. The people of Russia themselves have said, we don't want any of this. We don't, because Ukraine was a part of Russia at one point, not long ago. It was, I think, 35 years ago, it was a part of Russia. The president of uh, Ukraine was talking about how I have no problem with Russia because my mom grew up in Russia. My dad grew up in Russia. My aunts and uncles grew up in Russia. I grew up in Russia like you can't like and and that's kind of why like overseas things are a little things are different because in america we see the division as color overseas it becomes when you're in europe and specifically it becomes more white it becomes more skin neutral so then they start splitting hairs on cultures or races or ethnicities what are you are you ukrainian religion like, are you Catholic? Are you Protestant? The IRA in the UK is a huge thing. If you're a gypsy in the UK, a gypsy is just a culture. They are a type of people. Skin color wise, if a gypsy man or woman never said that they were gypsy, which honestly they never would. That's just who they are. But they're very prideful people. You would have just thought they're another Brit from Birmingham or another Brit from, you know, Manchester. You would have no idea who they are. In America, our division is very easy for the eyes to see. Over there, it's so when it comes to them being involved, their attachment isn't necessarily nature like nation bound. It's more culture bound. Like Palestinians and Israelites, Israel a lot of the people in Israel are just they're Jewish. And the Palestinians were displaced people from a very long time ago who were there first. So that was a lot of their conflict happening over there is the lines that were drawn in the first place, which is another Europeanism thing, they drew fucked up lines to give to them. They told two displaced people, get along. Of course that shit isn't going to work. And so they, for them, they're, they're, what they consider arrogant compared to how we're arrogant is different. And when I see conflicts happen like that in the world, 
I I tend to relate it to things that are happening in America. Not war necessarily, but how unfortunate things are. I see the amount of mentally unhealthy people in America, how many unfortunate communities that don't have a leg to stand on, that even with voting, the way that the lines are drawn on the political scale, it's incredibly difficult for things to happen, how things are going to be in the future. Like, I'm not just thinking about their struggle overall, because... If that's the case, honestly, North Korea might take the cake for probably the shittiest place on the planet, but nobody talks about the people of North Korea or gives a fuck to go save them. If that's the bar we're going off of, we need to go save every North Korean because they're starving to death. Most of them are starving to death. We haven't even talked about North Korea in a minute. No. uh, Right now, I can do the the, the two... um, Target, I don't say target, but the two main to us villains, let's say that as Americans, villains is Russia right. and China. Right now, right. it's about Russia and China. Everything is about Russia and China. Everything, every almost everything, everywhere we move. But I would say, I was going to say, um, okay, the world being effed up and, and shit is being bad here and there, here and there. Yeah. My thing is like, it's always been this way so, right conflict is so, not new it's not new so the I'm trying to think of like the old stuff bad side this and that is like well it's always been this way you know what I'm saying so how are you not comfortable yet in the mayhem when it's always been this right you know what I'm saying? Right. Like, like okay, yeah. like, so t- to me, it should be like a second nature thing. So, for example, being black, as to be a black man, right, you get pulled over, right, certain things you want to do mm-hmm. is going to be second nature. You're not going to think about hair placement. You're just going to do it, right? You're not going to think about, oh, let me already have my wallet or something ready. Let me run out of the window already, like, to where somebody who's not uh, male of color don't you know what I'm saying? You're gonna it may slower. not cross their mind. It's not crossing their mind, right? When you you reach for your wallet, when you're gonna reach for your stuff, you're gonna move slower than probably a white person. You know what I'm saying? And you're not in a moment thinking it's step by step. It's just natural. And so forth. I'm Man. saying like with the world being how it is, like, oh everybody, oh, this is sad, that's so sad, this is so sad. I'm just like if I stop and be like Every time something so sad happens, you're gonna be a sad person because it's always world. sad shit happening. Like it's the world is a, it's a, it's realistically a fucked up place. Again, social media really got us thinking that sugar's sweet, but yeah. it ain't that much sugar in the world for this shit to be that sweet, bro. <laughs> like shit, I got pulled over the other day. I think yesterday actually, I got pulled over on my way home from work, and. I'll say I'm not the type to be scared whenever a cop pulls me. I don't get pulled over often. But when I did get pulled over, well, first of all, I noticed the cop following me for like a mile. So I was like, all right, that was kind of weird. He pulled out specifically when I passed him. And when I pulled off, you know, he pulled me over by a gas station, very open public area. But still, you know, I rolled down the window, had my wallet out already. And 
had everything on the steering wheel. I wasn't nervous necessarily, but I knew I wasn't going to try something different. When I noticed myself, he asked, um, do I have the registration of my car? He didn't tell me what I did yet. I was like, yeah, I got the registration. Well, what happened? And he asked me, um, when was the last time you paid your registration? But I'm a rational person. I was like, shit, to be clean with you, I don't remember. I was like, I know I bought the car, you know, at this date, but I don't know how much time I, I, you know, I don't know. He was like, okay, well, let me just get your license. I'll be back. And I found myself like looking for my registration in my car midway through looking for it. I was like, man, I am moving around a fucking lot for a cop to be behind me. (laughs) Like that rang through my head and I stopped moving so much because I wasn't scared, but I was aware of like, I'm a black man. Like I can't turn up. I can't do anything else. I, it didn't even click in my head to really turn on the phone to be totally honest. I didn't really give a fuck. Like I'm a little passive about shit like that, but I, it, it's smart to always record to be completely honest. And the cop was cool. He came back. He ended up helping me out a little bit. Cause he said that my registration was only within three months of being expired. I'm not saying that ain't true, but I'm saying that nigga helped me out because it definitely was expired. But um, in situations like that, I wasn't like traumatized. It it didn't. It was no type of trauma or none of that. Not that kind of story. But I was aware of who I am. Like when I go out every day, I know I can't be loud and rambunctious. I can't be. I can't turn up on somebody even when the situation dictates I can be, you know, some people may walk around, step on a big black guy's foot. And if he says, watch where you're fucking going. Oh, everybody's looking, everybody's looking over at you now. Like, yo, what's, what's about to happen? Like the bitch just stepped on my foot. What you think happened? Like I'm irritated. Anybody would be irritated if she just stepped on my foot. It's been times I've been in a club and honestly, a lot of women tend, it's not just a black guy thing. Women are just impolite as fuck in clubs. They will mush you, just bump the fuck out of you walking by you. It's like, bitch, there was a whole foot. You could have walked away from me and you decided to bump it, but it'd be wrong. If you looked at her and tell her to watch her fucking step. But now you're the one confrontational. It's only going to be confrontational wrong, like you said, coming from black people. A big-ass black guy. This, this, who, certain people are, have the stigma of being loud or something like that. And Right. I think there's somebody that's going to shoot me if I turn up. I'm too damn big. Ain't nobody trying to fight me. (laughs) It's really a bad, um, it's a it's a bad tape because I've I've seen this I would say experiment, but it's a video, whatever. And it's two videos side to side, or it's multiple not side to side, but like a compilation of videos or pictures, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. Of cities that's been destroyed. Bunch of damaged cars, buildings, businesses, you know, fires, all these things. And this is when the whole Black Lives Matter like thing was kind of high and heavy, and uh-huh. like, a lot of people got a problem with Black Lives Matter. And it showed damage, damage cities, damage property, and it was like, oh, which which city did Black Lives Matter do this? And at the end, they would say, oh no, this was Toronto when the Maple Leafs lost uh, 
uh, whatever, a Stanley Cup game. Oh, no, this is Man Manchester when United lost or when City lost. Oh, no, this is, you know, this is a college when Alabama lost or this, you know what I'm saying? And it's like, <laughs> do, where is, you know, like, but these people don't hold on to their reputation. These people destroy cities and stuff because the team lost a game. Yeah. But and they, they have they don't really care about them. to that. But people destroy property when they try to fight for change and stuff. And it's like, oh, no, there's a better way to go about it. Well, tell me the way because we've been trying to go about it for forever at this point. <laughs> <laughs> we've been trying to go about it every single way. Y'all kill MLK. Y'all kill Michael Bay. Y'all. You know what I'm saying? So what's the way? Right. Nobody has an answer for that, you know? They don't know. It's it's all privilege-based. And people know their privilege and what aspects it is. People know what levels every community is going to be a part of. And we just got to get comfortable in our own skin and accept reality for what it is, better it for what it is, set realistic expectations to begin with, which includes how you know how we talked about if you're trying to gain one thing are you exchanging it for something of equivalent value if that is then that's not gaining anything you didn't gain anything if i give you an apple and you give me a banana i don't have two pe- i don't have two fruits i just have one still you, nothing beneficial happened i just changed what the apple would have gave me into what the banana is going to give me and you know we i think we on we on the right track of just like talking about shit and really getting down to the nitty gritty and it's become more comfortable to be able to correct each other for some people not you know you know who those people are hopefully they come around to it like uh yay and pete um (laughs) and on a high note man if you was Whose shoes would you rather be in in this situation? Like, would you see yourself being Kanye right now saying all the craziest shit in the world? Or Pete, who finally got sick of you saying stupid shit and said, you know, where you at in bed with your wife? No, in this situation, I would say definitely Pete. Because when this is over, lasting damages. Lasting damages for Kanye and the kid. Him, him and his relationship with Kim, if this is real, because I'm not 100% sure right. this is real yet. They probably got some TV, TV shit or mm-hmm. album coming out that they need to sell. But let's say this, if this is real, their relationship will hurt now their co-parenting, in my opinion, to where if right. Kim is done, he has no ties. You know what I'm saying? He just get up and go. Um, so I, I, w- I wouldn't want to be playing when the, the damaging could be lingering, um, especially on the, on the kids and stuff like Mm. that so yeah bro could you believe that it's some women out here saying they want a guy that treat that treats kim the way Ye treats kim after they broke up they say i want a man that that breaks up with me and then buys the house across the street and sends me a truck full of roses yes nigga that is crazy that is crazy i am telling if you are listening to this and you hear this I am calling you crazy if you think that is okay. That is not. That is that is nuts, bro. It's, people are nuts. People are nuts, bro, man. That is toxic. Uh, people are toxic. Look, it's a whole network dedicated to VH1. VH1 is a whole entire network dedicated to toxic. 
Bro, it is crazy. It's like this. As long as it's women involved. Because men had a toxic channel called Spike, and they canceled that bitch. <laughs> so as long as women are involved, it is toxic as whatever. Oh, my God. That is a really good point. Like, they got jackass the fuck up out of here. Like, they still make movies, but you can't do no jackass shit on, you know, cable TV no more. But these women really out here thinking the shit yay doing is cute. Like, I want a nigga to be crazy over me. Bitch, do you know what you asking for? Or not, bitch. No, fuck that. Bitch, do you know what you asking for? You are asking. This nigga is... Telling you not to fuck with other niggas. What you mean? Check it out, okay, Pete. Another, another he fucking with other bitches. But look, one of the best shows. Oh, I ain't gonna say best, but that's my opinion. One of the most popular shows on Netflix is you. He's a yeah. serial killer. Yo, you is crazy, bro. They, they eat it up. They oh. eat that TV show up, so. bro. You low key. You was good, and I, I ended up watching you. I, I think I came in the house, and my sisters, and somebody was watching it, and I seen one episode, and I was like, oh, this shit kind of intriguing. Not in the, I want that. I don't want to, what's want the that. girl from the second season name? Love. From the se- yeah, Love. Yeah. I would I would not, yeah, like, Love, when she first came into the picture, sure. What happened in the third season? No. Hell, and even he realized that shit. Like, this is crazy. Like, I'm crazy, but she is crazy. She is crazy. And, bro, that sh- I watched it just because I wanted to see their mindsets. I was just intrigued by how they were rationalizing the crazy overall. And some of it somewhat made sense, but then they would take a hard left. I was, I would just be somewhere in the deep end wondering how the fuck I got there. Like, how, how are we here? This doesn't make sense. But people for real think something like that is cute. Like, oh, uh-huh. I'm just going to kill the people who are toxic in your life. Oh, uh-huh. that's, oh, he really cared for me. He looking out for me. He he really wants what's best for me. No, he, that nigga is crazy because you're probably crazy. We're all kind of crazy on the inside somewhere deep down. But when shit like that starts to really personify, like, bro, you are killing pe- Kanye is doing mentally unstable shit. He, he he broke up with you, said you can't talk to other women. Publicly is messing with random women. And it's really just a it's a hugest question mark of why some of the women he picked, he picked because a lot of them ain't even bad, to be totally honest. And it's Kim, about, not Kim don't look bad. bad. It's not about being bad. Once when they get up to that point, it's about um, status and what could you help the person get to the next step? Because none of them, not even say none of them, but a lot of them uh, women or the, don't look right. They just know how to move in different crowds and and whatnot. So if you really look Man. at it, you get look at all the guys. Look at so many of the guys who get busted. Or um, cheating or infidelity and stuff. The size be looking way better than the mains. The problem is she don't know how to behave on the phone. You can't take her to the, the you know, the the, the war show. You can take her to all these other things. You but, got some women out here acting like August. August was the first nigga to act like a woman and tell everybody who he was fucking. 
Like, what made you do that, bro? Like, August had a good thing going talking to Jada Pinkett. And he want to come out and put out a whole music video. Bro, if you don't get the fuck up out of here. That was some real light skin. I was so mad. I was like, bro, you are really making us look crazy out here. (laughs) That shit is nuts. But yeah, man, we had to end on a on a high note. We, you know, got deep into the, you know, successful how how you know good mindsets type shit. But yeah, and Pete, man, I hope they work shit out because I fuck with Ye's music, but he he need he needs to maintain the help that he's getting. I'm, I'm gonna say that's probably the most healthy way I can say what I want to say. He he needs to keep getting the help he's getting for the sake of his children. Women, the shit Kanye West is doing, or Ye, however the fuck he refers to himself, is crazy. You do not want a guy that breaks up with you, or you break up with him, try to send in divorce papers, he sends you a truck full of roses, and moves in across the street. That is some real psychotic shit. It ain't healthy. Yeah. Yeah, it ain't healthy. At all. Go find you a good, nice dude. My man Mills is out here. He a solid dude. Living life. You know. I'm trying to get big you know? tomorrow. Man. And he got a good mindset. And all y'all out here trying to fuck with a nigga like Kanye. <laughs> this has been another episode of The Culture Bros. Appreciate you, bro. Well, what if this is it? Tell me, what if this is it? Well, well, what if this is it? Tell me, what if this is it?